Welcome to a podcast for the Krakoan mutant era with a distinctly black and queer lens. Every episode has a new guest, a single topic, and a ticking timer. This is X of Words. 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 Oh, I was talking to Joe, and Joe, um, Joe is happy to do some recording and like some video editing next year. So that's going to be fun. Say less. Exactly. Say less. <laughs> um, so, hello, hello, hello. Welcome, everybody, to X of Words. Thank you for coming and being a part of it again. I'm Ashley, and today I have Tev with me. You know us. You know, you know who we are. Um, yeah, so follow me, Van the First, V A N T H E F I R S T. Follow Tev, Black Bolex, B L C K B O L E X. Come on, right. Akila and the B. <laughs> Nigga, fuck you. <laughs> Come on, spell and be champ of the world. <laughs> All right. So, welcome. Because you're here today, uh, we're doing something new. We're doing something new. Usually, I write down questions, uh, and those are the things. We still have a question, but we've been riffing. Today, Tev and I met, and we've come up with a question that's based solely on last week's books. So, we are talking about the books that have just passed. Um, And so, today's question is, how fucking bad can he get? I like that. I think is the question. Like, how fucking bad can he get? That tells you exactly who we're fucking talking about as well. That shag rug looking motherfucker. At this point, all jokes about him are now done. I think we've left the we've left the arena of humor, um, and we need to have a serious serious talk. So our ex starts now. Okay. Um, oh, for anybody who hasn't read the comics, now's a good time for you to go. Yeah, this might be your, your point to jump off. Yes, so this is the spoiler exit section. I, I feel like that's enough warning, you know? So, okay, let's get into it. Uh, what happened last week with Beast, Tev? Last week with Beast, it's like we found out, oh, we knew he was a bastard, but his bastardly bastardness just keeps progressively getting worse. Because now we're finding out this man got a whole space station where he just experimenting on motherfuckers just because he can. A whole space station that Krakoa paying for and don't even know they paying for. Where he just up, just, just up above us cutting motherfuckers up and implanting this and implanting that and cutting this off and putting this on and taking that off. Like Beast, how many war crimes do you have to commit before we just say... The hole is too good for him. Just kill him and take him out of resurrection protocols. And this this is the thing. We were talking about X-Force as a book and how it's just kind of monster of the week a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that seems to be adding up across X-Force and, and uh, as you rightly showed me, Wolverine as well, is Beast's Descent. Into just complete and utter, just for as bad as you think he can get, it, he keeps showing that he can get much worse. Beast is now, in my mind, the character that is closest to people's fears about what would happen to mutants given the new era. 
you know, we, we heard all that bullshit about like, oh, mutants are the bad guys now. Blah, 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 yep. blah, 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 blah. Beast is that. Beast is the poster boy for mutant decline. It's getting progressively worse. Beast for me, in a book that has Omega Red in it, Beast is the person in that book that is just, at this point, there's no redeeming Beast. The only way to redeem Beast is for us to find out that like somebody's been mind controlling him or that it's not even actually Beast. That's the only way where I'm like, okay, Hank can come back from this. Uh, I totally agree with you. He's hiding things from the rest of mutantdom. He's putting the whole island at risk. Like he he thinks he's protecting people, but he's shooting holes in the bottom of the boat that everybody's in. Mm-hmm. And the fucking shit that he heaps on people being collaborative, like their fervor. He doesn't want to bring it to them for for their posturing and all of this stuff. Like he actually is so he looks down his nose at the rest. Of Krakoa, you're shitting on the community that you're claiming to be part of and be interested in protection, in protecting. He's like, his ego, he's, he seems to be going on these wild ego spins where, like, you're pushing X Force's headquarters up into a massive skull. But, like, what sort of supervillain shit is that, Beast? Like, just. that That's the most cartoonishly supervillain shit. <laughs> that was just so cartoonishly supervillain. Do you want to have an eye patch and a skull base? Just trying to steal Wolverine's whole steez with the patch outfit. And Wolverine was even like, really, nigga? My whole look, my whole swag. You ain't even creative. You say that you're outside, but you ain't even that outside. <laughs> you said you're outside. Uh, and I mean, that was... He's just he's just getting more and more and more foul. And the things that he's doing to individual mutants, the things that he's doing collectively, the things that he's doing to other species, like it's it's a mess. But I th- I think the only way that you could really redeem Beast, you'd have to kill the latest version of him and reset him. Yeah, if you brought Beast back with like none of the last three years, three, you'd have to reset Beast back to like the last. 20 years maybe because B's been on some bullshit for a long time that's true that is true but I, I like I look at I look at the main X-Men book where we're starting to see this idea of bringing back different versions of people yeah, and it kind yeah, of feels yeah. to me like a natural fit for a soul for Beast because does is he wrong in, in that the, 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 the threats to Krakoa are mounting no but what he's doing is fire starting. He's giving himself fires to put out. Exactly. exactly. He's lighting fires and then putting them out and calling himself a hero. Um, but I think the worst version of that is if we ended up retreading the original five thing, because Beast has already brought a past version of himself back to try to course correct Scott Summers. And I think the worst version is that story being retold just with Beast. Like if they bring a backup of Beast five years ago and he's like horrified by himself or... You could just kill him and just bring him back different. But then you've got the moral shit of like, how do other people deal with that? Like, and I think that's an interesting question though. Like if you go, if you go so off, off piece, if you go so off the fucking rails that we have to reset you, what does that mean for everybody else? Because people are using, people are using resetting for fun anyway. Like if they don't want you to remember, if, if someone fart in public, bang, bang. <laughs> Delete all that shit, Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> Delete all that. 
delete all that shit. You know, so they're playing with it. They're playing with it. They're rolling the dice on that a lot. So I think that could be a way that we talk about Beast, maybe. Beast probably could have gotten away with almost everything he's done. But the moment he killed Logan, oh, you know that's coming back up. Yes. And you know Logan, when Logan get his hands on him, over with. <laughs> Ain't going to be no debate about do we have to kill him. It's, I guess, which version of Beast are we bringing back? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I I can see it. I mean, personally if it was me, I'd be I'd be stabbing the I'd be stabbing the eggs. Let me hear. Let me hear you've got him loaded. Oh wait, you telling me they got him in the All right, I'll be down and give me 5 minutes. Don't hope you better not wake him up before I get down there. I swear to God. <laughs> I cut all of this shit up now. Won't nobody enjoy another resurrection if you bring that blue bastard back. <laughs> Exactly. And there's already, like, there's Sage. And Sage, every time Sage touches a book, it gets 10 times more interesting. And so for me, she's the natural, she's the natural, like, replacement for X Force. Because oh, yes. she's just more of, an, she's more of an interesting character. I think with, with Beast, I'm just watching, like, a race to the bottom. But with Sage, Sage is, like, becoming more and more interesting in every issue. So what do, you, what do you think? I definitely agree. I think Sage. Because we've watched, we have watched Sage's alcoholism be hinted at yeah. for for quite a few issues now. Like, it's kind of been in the background, but now they're finally starting to bring it to the point to where other characters are noticing, like, this is a problem. Yeah. I feel like part of that has to do with Beast and the bullshit that Beast bring up. Because the major stresses in her life come from them fires that Beast starts. And then Sage has to help make sure that they put out right because he just end up fucking up again. I <laughs> he's literally driven this woman to alcoholism. And yes, yeah. And that, the thing is, is that like I personally, I find those themes just as tricky and tough as the violence. I've almost become desensitized to the violence in the X Force and the Wolverine books. And watching Sage struggle with the weight of this job and fail under its weight is way more... It hits me harder when I read it than the stabbing and the gutting and all of that stuff now. Because I see that every panel. Mm -hmm. um, like when when Domino flew through the gate and she was begging for help, um, Sage was like... Sage Passed out drunk. It, I felt that. I, I felt that panel. Like that was, um, that was hard. But like, I know that specifically for black and queer folks, the Kokoan era offered like a wish fulfillment. It was like, what if we got everything we wanted? In that sense, I, I kind of don't like Beast because he's threatening the dream that I've become so attached to. But I have to ask you, has he made it more interesting? Is Beast a necessary part of this story? I don't think so. If Beast's actions were affecting the main books and then it was to the point to where everybody else was starting to feel the repercussions of like the stuff that Beast does and everybody else was like, okay, we have to step in. Then I would say he's making it more interesting. Like those repercussions haven't really been touching the other books in a way where Storm feels like she got to get involved in a way where you feel like the new mutants have to get involved or before Magneto died, 
feeling like he had to do something. Even though he's gone, he, he's gone straight into just human rights violations on an intergalactic scale. He's screwing over friends who have been there for him when he was on his own shit. Like, Beast is doing some ghastly shit. You know, um, I disagree. I disagree. I see where you're coming from. I totally see where you're coming from. But it's this conversation that's changed my mind. Because as we're talking, I'm like, I think there has to be a place where you tackle the question of absolute power corrupting absolutely. And without Beast, the only other people who've had this much power and this little oversight were Charles, Moira, and Magneto. But what made, well, part of what made them so interesting is that it was three people held accountable by each other and everything that they did like the fuck shit that they did touched almost every other book. When they did something and it went left, you would hear about it in New Mutants. If they did something and it went left, you heard about it in X Books. You heard about it in the in Marauders or whatever because it affected them. I need y'all to push the repercussions of this out just a little bit. To, to, and I think you've pointed out exactly is there isn't right now much of a crossover between the other books. It might, it might be because X-Force is a secret book. X-Force is meant to be a secret team. Like, when you're leading publicly, then, yeah, your actions do have more of an impact. But he's got he's doing all the behind-the-scenes stuff. But I, 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 I think that as we watch him get more and more audacious, like the fucking space station, there's no way that shit ain't coming back. No way. And solemn. Solemn. My king. Let's talk about Z-list characters who are carrying C-list weights. Zealous, baby. Solomon is a is a Solomon is an all star. Let's 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 be real. The moment Solomon showed up, I was like, you know what? This is a king. <laughs> That's my Iraqi king, and I'm gonna stand beside him. In my mind, in my mind, being ironic. Sorry, not being ironic. <laughs> in my mind, being iconic doesn't change your prevalence or influence listing. And largely, he pops up for six panels in someone else's book once every couple of months. Like, he's really not top villain anywhere. But what he does do, like, the ROI on his appearances is insane. Solon only turns up when something needs to be fucked or fucked up. That's it. That's it. Sometimes both. Yeah. And I think Beast fucked himself. The, the another thing he did that fucked him was the moment he had Black Tom push the X Force headquarters out into that cartoonishly supervillain mm. lair. Cause now you're no longer a secret now. All of the shit that you're doing behind the scenes is about to be real, front and center. And that's that's the thing. Like, uh, sorry, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna close us up really quickly. But you've just made me think about something that so much of Beast's moves look like a subconscious desire for recognized power. Like, I, Beast has got loads and loads of power behind the scenes, but everything he's doing is more and more audacious. Like, you want to be seen. And it's clear. It's, I mean, I'm saying subconscious. Pushing your fucking headquarters onto the top of a waterfall with a skull on it is not subconscious. You know what you're doing. He wants to be recognized. He wants to be recognized for what he thinks he's doing. He wants praise. He wants to be held up as one of the pillars of this community when in actuality, you are the fucking dynamite that is perpetually knocking the pillars and the foundations out from under shit. He wants X-Force to be a ruling power in this, and that's going to be the downfall of it, I think. 
Okay, all right. I was going to say something, but I was going to open us up to another 10 minutes of chat. So with that, thank you. Thank you for coming. <laughs> thank you for coming and speaking with me again, Tev. You know, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you, everybody. for being It's here. always a pleasure, love. Uh... <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, I'm just fucking with you. This been yeah. extra words. Someone that choke, someone that fit aside.